This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi, and welcome back. Today, I've got our elite coach, Kevin Bees, coming back for part two, where we're talking about the one question that will help you uncover limiting beliefs. And also, we'll talk a little bit about how you can move your financial set point and the importance of consistency when it comes to defining yourself. So let's jump straight in. Hey, and welcome back. Today, I have got one of my favorite humans back on the show, Kevin Bees. He, we actually did the part one of this session yesterday, and then we just couldn't stop talking. And we want to keep these episodes short and sharp for you, the listener, so that you know we have your attention throughout your attention span. <laughs> and so I asked Kevin if he would come back. And I mentioned already in, uh, in the last, in part one of this episode that Kevin is one of the most incredible coaches. And every time I speak to him, I learn something. And he's coached some of the, within most, some of the most amazing organizations like Nike, Amazon, Walmart, the Boston Consulting Group. And also he's coached lots of small, medium-sized companies throughout Europe, Australia, Asia. At the moment, he's living in between Europe and Australia, although I think he's missing Australia a little bit. And <laughs> it's such a pleasure to have you back, Kevin. Thanks I for coming back. Love Australia. It's, uh, it's home for me. I guess I've lived here for the last 13, 13 years now. And it's, uh, I guess it's only been the last couple of years where I've been uh, touring through Europe and, uh, you know, and, and Asia with work. Uh, but of course, Australia's home and we, we certainly will be back here uh, as soon as we can. Yeah, I know that you missed it. Now, yesterday in the, in the part one of this episode, we spoke a little bit about the five stages in the entrepreneurial journey and also the success cycle and how to get better results by understanding the success cycle. You also spoke about the law of diminishing intent. So for the listeners who haven't heard part one yet, go and make sure you check that out too. Now, today... Let's delve a little bit more into beliefs and our belief system because that's definitely something that you are really good at, at, at helping people uncover their beliefs, also the beliefs that are not serving them and then re-establishing the ones that are helping them achieve the success that they want. So where do, we, where do you want to go from here? Yeah, I, well, let me just do a quick 20-second recap then for, for people who haven't heard the previous episode where this belief piece comes in because we said the success cycle you take some form of action from the action you get a result from the result that increases your belief as presuming it's a positive result and when you get more belief you get more potential so you take more action it's a positive cycle what i want to delve into today since the last uh, call we spoke more about the action let's talk about the detail around the belief today because i really get uh that there's this process because what we think about impacts how we feel which then impacts the actions that we take and the results that we get. So if we don't have the right thinking or the right beliefs, we're never going to be motivated to take the right action. Um, let me say that in a few different ways so it, it can really sink in. There was this one guy, um, this reverend, uh, his name had been Reverend Ike. I think I saw him on the YouTube video. He, he summarized this in a great way. He said, if you go there with your mind, then you follow with your behind. And I thought that was just a real great way. Um, some other people have said, like, your outer world, everything you have in your outer world is a reflection of what's going on in your inner world which is why this, this topic of belief is so important. Now, I think 
we've probably heard over and over again that the beliefs that we have, unless we've taken some time to stop and examine them, or we've had some, someone help us do some work on them, these beliefs are potentially beliefs that we've inherited from our environment, whether that be beliefs we've observed of our parents, friends, family, as we were growing up. And they may be beliefs that served us back then to, to live and grow, but they may not be serving us now to get to where we want to go. Um, the best way that I, I like to explain this is almost like the idea of an air conditioning unit. Like if you have, you know, air conditioning unit where you are, uh, everyone kind of likes to have a different temperature. I mean, what, what temperature do you like the room to be, Francisca? Mm, that's a really tough one. I like it pretty warm, but it depends what I'm doing. So in the night, I and I don't have air conditioning because I live right on the beach. So I have sea breeze and leave the door and doors in the window open. So I can't really give you any specifics except that in the night, I like it a little bit cooler when I sleep, even though in summer, of course, I don't have air conditioning. It's really hot. And it depends what, I do, what I'm doing. Okay. And so if I was to ask the rest of you uh, listening as well, what temperature would you like it? We would get a range of, of answers. I often do this with large audiences and people tend to say, hey, 21, 22 degrees. Some people like it cooler, 10, 12 degrees. Someone frequently shouts like 50 degrees. Like, there's a crazy range. And, and I really like that as a great example because people like the room to be different temperatures. And even at different times, they like it to be different temperatures. But I want you to have a think about this in terms of your life and particularly in business. In business, I believe that we have a set point around how much income we're willing to earn, right? Or we have a set point around what our net worth should be. And this is like an unconscious number that we potentially have in our mind. Now, if you think back to this in your business, do you keep coming back to the same amount of revenue? Is there a revenue number that you can't break through? Or do you get a certain amount of dollars in your bank account and then you find some way to get rid of those dollars to then just arrive back at this same number? It seems to be that there's a pattern around this. Um, one of, uh, one of the clients that I was working uh, here with, Basic Bananas, he was a great example of this. Uh, he runs an amazing uh, you know, videography business out of Brisbane. And even though his business has grown to do six uh, and close to seven figures now, he, he, he had this set point when he first started business that as an entrepreneur, he should always have $10,000 in the bank. So it didn't matter if he was doing six-figure deals you know, and having all this money coming in. Somehow he'd find a way to get rid of it to get back to this this set point. So what I want to discuss with you is, is your belief around money. Like, do you have this set point? What is the set point for you? What is the amount of earnings that you haven't bust through? And what is that? And what is this amount of money you keep coming back to your bank account? You could probably even write this down and, and just reflect on this. Uh, now, why this is so important is because I, I hear again and again, some of the business owners I work with, really their set point is just to break even. It's just to cover the bills. Right? They haven't ever made that decision that they're going to go and, hey, we're going to achieve this amount of money or this amount of growth. And so in understanding what your set point is and actually saying, hey, let's set it at a higher level, that psychologically already begins off a different process for you. So can you shift your set point and make a new number? Um, Francisca, before I go on to the next part of this, I, I don't know if there's any, anything you wanted to add to that like in your experience of working with business owners. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point and and something to highlight i think that people will probably connect with and they go oh wow i've never thought about it but yeah that's exactly right it's like the you know the what is it called you know when you when people go through the weight loss stuff and it's like the yo-yo what do you call it the yo-yo in english too yeah, you yeah. know the yo-yo the up and down yeah. game yeah i love i love the yo-yo <laughs> so they call it the yo-yo effect also you know when people go through dieting and stuff where they come back to their weight set point of their body weight 
even though you know they might not be eating or eating or whatever the whether they want to increase their weight or lose weight and it's only the same also financially i guess my question is what do you suggest that people do to break through that set point is it just having the awareness and then setting a new figure or or what do you recommend I'm glad you asked that question. And that's the, the example you used is perfect because uh, in psychology, we call this the homeostasis point. And it, the same is true for all areas of your life. There's a level mm -hmm. that we're comfortable with. Um, and this is really what, what kind of determines this is this drive, this internal drive. There are two forces that drives all of our behavior around this and any behavior we have in life. And that's one, that's the, the desire to get away from a level of pain. And the other one is the desire to go towards level of pleasure. Now we have kind of like this inbuilt psychology around this, around what is the appropriate level of pain where it will instill the level of pleasure we're trying to deal with. And so when we kind of get too far, when we earn too much money, that's when that yo-yo point sets in and we find a way to sabotage, give away. Or if we're getting too close to being in debt or too much debt, then we find a way to earn the money and get it back and forth at this point where, where we feel comfortable. Now, awareness is one setting a new standard, a new target, and working towards that, and working with someone to help break through that is the other. I think there's another quick activity that we can do right now to help uncover well, what are your beliefs? And either you do this right now with us on the call, or you just, you just do this activity afterwards. And as I said, some of this, or most of this is driven subconsciously. So how do we uncover what these beliefs you have around money are? Well, what do we do with a little word association exercise? I'm gonna say the words money is, and then whatever pops into your brain, whatever you associate with money, you just write it down. And you could probably do that maybe 10, 15 times until you can see all of the associations that come out. So money is, you write the word. Money is, you write the word. I'm just, I'm just gonna allow you to do that as an assignment. Money is, and do it again and again and again. Now, interestingly, what, what I've noticed uh, doing this with hundreds and hundreds of people now is we often get a range of answers. Some are positive answers around money. Some are very negative about money. Sometimes there's a mix of associations, but, usually uh, with most people we we hear the same thing money is hard to come by money is the root of all evil um it takes money to make money money doesn't grow on trees uh and so you can kind of hear these associations and i'd like to think about money as a relationship like if you said those kind of things about someone in a relationship would they stay around like they wouldn't they'd be gone <laughs> right and so the same thing so once you go through this i want you to identify well what are your associations that you have um now, once you're clear on that, then we can go ahead and do the work and shift some of these things. Because as an example, I had one of the clients, Lee, he said, um, you know, money is hard to come by. And then here's, here's where we can get very good with changing his beliefs and shifting his beliefs. Once you have that belief written down, then we can question it and ask this question. And this comes um, from the work of Byron Katie. I love this process. She asks the question, is that belief absolutely true? Like, is it absolutely true in every context? Now, of course, if you ask you know, that about any belief, usually most beliefs get very shaky. Like they're not always absolutely true. So when I asked, when he said money is hard to come by and I asked the question, is that belief absolutely true? Well, you would have to say no, because he could think of some examples where his house price increased you know, massively over the years. He didn't have to, you know, um, money wasn't hard to come by then. Money increased you know, rapidly as a result of that. He received some inheritance. He had a tax refund. So we had a heap of examples of where money wasn't hard to come by. Now, once you shake that belief, the belief becomes you know, very difficult to hold on to when you shake that belief. So then we can ask, well, if that belief isn't absolutely true, what belief 
it's the opposite of that. What belief would serve you better? So if the belief is money is hard to come by, well, shift it to money is easy to come by. He's already just came up with some examples there. And then once you shift that belief and you have that new belief, like, hey, money is easy to come by. I've got all of these examples. Actually, we did that with him. Then he went out and money did become easier to come by because he was walking around with that belief instead, much easier for him to go in, meet new clients, new prospects. And he, he got new clients immediately after, after that as a result of that. I love this exercise and I, I think it's very interesting what, you know, what you also say, what people come up with, with money. You know, when, you, when I did it in my head straight away and I, and I was thinking money is awesome, money is impact, money is influence. And then I was thinking this is a great exercise to, because obviously I wasn't completely aware of my beliefs around money. Now, oh, actually, this, these are my beliefs around money. Interesting. And I love how you can apply this to anything. Business. Business is is a way to make an impact, business is uh, a way of life, business is awesome, or team. You know, a lot of people have struggled with their team and leadership skills. Team members are, are here to help you increase your impact. For example, whatever your beliefs are, or relationships, or, or men, or women, or whatever. I, I think this is a really cool exercise to define your values, your, your belief systems. A very powerful way to define your belief system. It's a good way to flush out your, your subconscious uh, beliefs. So when you do this, don't overthink it. Whatever comes into your head, write it down, then do it again, write it down, do it again. And you're 100% on the money because I know I've had clients who are single and you ask them this about relationships. Relationships are, and then you get a series of negative things. Relationships are painful, yeah. are challenging. And so then if you're walking around with those beliefs, then no wonder you, you're never going to go away and find the relationship or attract the money. Um, now, that brings us really on to the second part that we want to talk about, because if this, if we can do this and uncover our beliefs around money and what's happening there, we can shift those. I think the most important one, of course, is our beliefs around ourselves, our identity. We may have mentioned this yesterday, and, and if we did, I'm going to mention it again because it's so super important. And they say that the strongest force in the human personality is to remain consistent with how we define ourselves. So how do we define ourselves? Well, we could do a similar exercise that we did with this money is, but we use the words and said, I am. So I am, and then what are you? I am. Now it's interesting. If you do that exercise and identify, you know, your beliefs of what you are, that's how you're going to show up. That's how you're going to behave. But more importantly, what if we have this vision? We spoke yesterday about vision. And what if we have this vision where we're going to go from being the size of business owner we are now to having a large business, or we're going to have a team of people. So why don't we start putting in there? Well, when we get to that place, who are we going to be? We're going to have to be a leader. We're going to have to be maybe dynamic. We're going to have to be maybe, um, maybe we're going to need to, when we get to that level, we're going to be more of an influencer. So we're making an impact, right? Maybe, maybe when you get to that level, you're free. Right. So what if we start taking those identities of where we want to be in the future and bringing them in now and say, hey, I am a leader. I am an expert in sales. I am free. Because if we start saying those things now as our beliefs and we say them frequently with emotional intensity, it's going to become the identity of who we are. And it shifts and changes how we uh, how we show up and how we behave in the environment around us. What if somebody's listening and because I, I really like this, I think this is really powerful. What if somebody's listening and, and they say, well, even if you know, like I don't. Even if I say I'm a great leader, but I don't believe it, it's not going to change. So, so if somebody thinks that they're not a good leader, and then they re repeat, "I'm a great leader, I'm a great leader," and then they might be thinking, "I'm not a great leader." Like, what am I kidding myself here? <laughs> I, 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 that's a really great question. I love that. I'm going to answer that directly. I'd like you to think about um, the idea. I, I'd like you to imagine you've got a glass 
and it's full of Coca-Cola, right? Really dark liquid Coca-Cola. And I want you to think that you've also got this jug of water. Now the Coca-Cola represents the belief system you have now, the beliefs that have got you to where you are at this point in time. And the jug of water represents these new beliefs, these I am statements, if you like. And you're going to say them repeatedly with emotional intensity. And you're going to pour, pour, pour them into that Coca-Cola. Keep pouring, pouring, pouring. Now, what's going to happen at some point, the Coca-Cola is going to start coming out. The old beliefs are going to start coming out. And you keep pouring, pouring, pouring. And you do that consistently until that water goes into that glass. And all of a sudden, the Coca-Cola is mostly gone or completely gone. And you just keep pouring. So the same is true when we do this with our brain. When we say something with em enough emotional intensity and enough repetition, as I said, your brain doesn't know the difference between something that's real or something that you vividly imagine. So if you keep imagining yourself as a leader and you keep saying to yourself, I'm a leader, I'm a leader, your brain has to see yourself that way. And then all of a sudden things shift and change in your reality. And so to your, your example and your specific question, Francisca, uh, is one that I've done myself because I, as I grew in the corporate environment, uh, you know, I was a senior financial executive. I, was, I went from having like two people to a team of like 30 and I didn't know how to manage them or deal with them. I, I didn't have any leadership skills. And I almost wanted to shy away from leadership situations. And then I realized, like, if I was going to be effective in my role, I had to be a leader. So I started applying this and doing this. I was the most skeptical person that you can imagine. You being an accountant then hadn't done much personal development. And I started saying this on my runs in the morning. I am a leader. I am a leader. I'm a leader. And the more I said that, the more my brain had to visualize it. And then when I got into the work environment, there was a situation that really you know, called for leadership, which I normally would have stepped back from. And my brain clicked in, I'm a leader. And I stood up and I spoke and I led before I actually even realized, like it just, it became that instantaneous. I love that. That's such a great example. And, and when people do this exercise of I am, I guess they can, no, it's not just like characteristics. It can be anything. It, it, I mean, it can be, it can be characteristics. It can be titles it can be you know i am i am strong i am beautiful i'm a leader i'm i'm amazing at business it can be activities right i am really good at sports it can be anything right or what would you suggest here yeah it can be anything and what i'd encourage is i'd like i'd like you to create the i am statements around who you want to become who you want to grow into like get a vision of who vision version 2.0 is of you and that's going to be what you put in your I am statements. So if right now you have a team of people and you don't feel like you're a great leader, I am a leader. If you don't feel like you're a great salesperson and you really need to be free business to grow, I am an amazing salesperson. If you, hey, if you want to go and run a marathon like Francisca did in New York, you just say, I am a marathon runner. Right? And you say these things you say, and you believe these things in advance of them coming true. Yeah. It's it's very powerful and and you know like on on the marathon thing I definitely also used the, those statements in my head to actually run a marathon because obviously I'm not a runner as you know and I also don't recommend to run a marathon without training it's not completely healthy <laughs> <laughs> my ankles were sore for like six months or so but while I was running I kept also repeating in my head. I got this, I got this. So it was like a, an activity, like I got this, I got this, I got this. I could have easily, my unconscious mind kept coming back every now and then to say, hey, you might just want to get the Uber now or take the subway. And it was testing me as I felt a bit sore in my body and just repeating that belief, I got this, I got this, I got this, got me to the finishing line. It's a similar process. That is a very powerful belief. I've got this. And you say that in business when things get difficult or challenging. Yeah. I hear Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, he said, I believe I can handle anything. 
Now, I thought that's a really powerful belief. I adopted that belief when I heard him say that because no matter what comes up, if you believe you can handle anything, you're going to handle it. Um, specifically back to your running example, we're, we're training for the London Marathon right now. And when it gets tough, when we're going up a hill and it's like super hot as, as it can be here uh, in Australia, we say the words, this is easy. This is easy. This is easy. And the more I'm running up the hill, it becomes easy because I'm telling myself again, this is easy. This is easy. Now, I think there's a, a bit of a war going on in your brain because your brain will, uh, it will help you find a way that's safe and secure. And so it will give you doubts so that you can take the easy way out and keep yourself safe. But actually, if you have that bigger vision and you know you want to go for it, your job is to overcome those doubts and keep installing those beliefs. And with that language, like I've got this, I can handle this, or this is easy, or even every day in every way, I'm getting stronger and stronger, whatever it is, whatever that affirmation is or the I am statement is, your job is to replace that Coca-Cola, those old beliefs with the water. You've got to keep topping it up day after day. And interestingly, physiologically, this also actually works. And, and I'm, you know, doing these experiments all the time where, for example, when right now it's summer in Australia. So when I sometimes walk down to the beach to go surfing and I'm always barefoot, obviously the sand sometimes is really, really hot and walking over the sand, I just tell myself cold, 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 cold in my head. I'm going cold, 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 cold. And in the beginning, when I start walking, I'm like, ouch, I'm burning my, my feet. And then when I start telling myself that my feet are cold, I actually, I'm okay. I can, sometimes I'm with friends, they're like, how do you walk over sand this hot and you're not running? I'm like, I just tell myself that it's cold. And the opposite is true in winter when I surf. Sometimes I don't want to always wear a wetsuit in winter, just, you know, because it's restrictive. And also I like to just see what happens. So sometimes I go out surfing in a swimsuit in winter and it's pretty cold. And I just tell myself that I'm hot. I, it doesn't always work. Sometimes I end up with blue lips and all sorts of things. But it's not, it doesn't always work, but I sometimes sit there and I'm like thinking in my head, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm hot. And sometimes I think it works. And then sometimes, of course, yeah, the, I think it works, but my body looks like it's definitely freezing. Did you find recent, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm hot, that you get lots of guys coming up to you and talking to you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Regardless, right? I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where do we go from here? Well, I, uh, I actually, I think there's actually quite a lot in this episode already. I think maybe we just do a quick recap and give some assignments if, if people are up for that. I, I would suggest go away and do this money is exercise. Write down you know, 10, 15 times. And even if you get the same beliefs come up, just write them all down and get really clear. What are those, those beliefs? Money is, what is money to you? Um, write down that number. What is your current set point? Like, is there a bank balance you keep coming back to or an amount of revenue you earn each year that you can't break through? And if it is, well, write down what you want it to be. And then we can start taking the actions to help bust you through that and help shift those beliefs. Um, and then, of course, do the same thing with I am. Write down the I am statements. How do you define yourself right now? And how can you, how do you want to be? So you can start defining how you want to show up and you start saying that repeatedly with emotional intensity and you get a vision of that every time you say that, then that will help you move forward. So I think if you could do those, take action on those three points, that, that would be the most impactful thing you could do out of any one of these podcasts this year. I love that. And that's such a powerful, the, all of these exercises are super powerful. Now, thank you so much again, Kevin, for sharing your wisdom. As always, I, I, I just love talking to you. And I think for our listeners too, they're super excited about applying this hopefully and for anyone also listening definitely also let us know how you go with these exercises and and the impact that they have 
And if you would love to find out also how to work with Kevin, if you would love to have Kevin on your team this year, you can email us info at basicgrounds.com. Kevin takes on a few private clients and yeah, happy for you to be connected with him. Just email us info at basicgrounds.com. And as always, if you have any questions, email us. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from this episode, you're also welcome to share this show with them, of course. And Kevin, thank you again. Thanks for taking the time and being awesome. Entirely my pleasure. Thank you so much. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.